So I know you don't always want the burden of having to do the cold open. And I know I'm like a month late with this. In Tiger King, Carol Baskin's thing was called Big Cat Rescue. I'm wondering why you didn't do something to troll me and give me hell about like how we need to do Big Cat Rescue with me. You had this amazing opportunity to bring that up and you did not. What happened? I haven't seen Tiger King. But if you knew that there was an organization in there called Big Cat Rescue, do you think you would have given me hell for it? Well, I'd have to watch the show. I'd have to have some context, some background. Like, you know me, I'm not I'm not going to go on a troll without having all my ducks in a row. I mean, you go on a troll for pretty much everything. I'm not sure you always have your ducks in a row. Oh, I do. Trust me. I don't. everyone my name is john edwards and with me is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drinker bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day hello zeke baker hello 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 i have to mention to you and it happened a couple shows ago it wasn't the sean show it was the split rock show where we reviewed split rock organic bourbon out of maine that was our 200th episode oh wow congratulations I don't know. I'm impressed by that. We're not really good at things like that, like celebrating when something like that happens. You know, you keep up with those kind of numbers, but I'm the one with the flair for the dramatics. Well, I think half the time I'm like struggling to get the show done because, you know, for all intents and purposes, people don't realize we might be recording the show the night before I need to get it out. So I'm just trying to haul ass to, to actually get it edited in a good enough way taking out all the pauses between your words and all your literallys and all your <sighs> i'm trying to actually get this thing ready to go and then i look at her and go oh shit that's our 200th episode well i mean if you're complaining about hauling ass you ain't got much to haul there buds no i don't have an ass everything's in my front nothing's in the back <laughs> like the opposite of a mullet it is the opposite of the mullet i am party in the front business in the back <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of business, I want to let you know about our good friends at CastCartel.com. They're changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol. Right now, everybody is kind of staying home, social distancing. Let them send whiskey directly to your door, whether it is whiskey, rum, gin, vodka, tequila, mezcal. Get it shipped directly to your door. And, of course, bourbon. Go to www.CastCartel.com. Obviously, it's a convenience play, and some of those allocations whiskeys might be a little more expensive online than they would be in the store but your regular drinkers your your daily drinkers the things that you actually want to get shipped to you those will be reasonably priced go ahead and check out our friends at cascartel.com go to instagram and also check out cascartel they're always doing good giveaways to their followers on instagram at cascartel and also cascartel.com you know i think maybe we should start a movement what's that change vodka with a d to vodka with a t that's where everybody says it nobody doesn't say it's a d sound it's all vodka i don't know that's like a moonsaw they got vodka and coke vodka and soda vodka something like it's a t more than it's a d vodka i mean i'm really surprised some company hasn't come out with like vodka oh no i say vodka no you just didn't add 
Every time you say this ad every week or every twice a week, I laugh because I'm like, oh, yeah, John even said it too. Yeah, vodka. Oh, man. You want to know what we're drinking tonight? What are we drinking tonight, buds? We are drinking the Four Gate Kelvin Collaboration 2 Batch 6. is 12-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in cognac and dark rum barrels. It's 63.2% ABV, 126.4 proof, is 74% corn, 18% rye, 8% malted barley. There were only 2,474 bottles, and I will save the MSRP until the end. I'll go ahead and ask this simply because you're the stat guy here. Does that mash bill, uh, is that indicative of a certain place or multiple places use that? It makes me think of a certain one that is in Bardstown that might be right off the exit as soon as you get off the Bluegrass Parkway and take a left coming from Nashville. It's the first distillery you hit before you get downtown. Black Betty? A little bit, yeah. Okay. That's kind of... Where my mind goes, where I hear 74, 18, and 8. Okay. Like I say, I figured you'd have an idea. You know, it, it doesn't affect the tasting notes. I just try and, you know, showcase your knowledge when it's applicable. I know. Right. For some reason, I'm like Rain Man when it comes to mash bills. Hey, I mean, we're all here. You know, it, it takes a, a village to run this show. It absolutely does. <laughs> so what would you get on the nose on this one? Oh, uh, man, this this really pulled me in, especially at first. Sweet, like vanilla extract, almost uh, reminded me of a nutty liqueur. I kind of went to almonds a little bit, but it wasn't, like, it's all I can come up with. It's not what I would pinpoint the, that, like, nutty liqueur smell to be, but it was just the best that popped in my head. Finally revisiting this thing a couple of times, I got out of second gear. I guess the gerbil started running a little bit faster. It reminds me of a Jamocha shake from Arby's. I don't go to Arby's. I mean, I'll rarely grab something from there. But I mean, when I was a kid, I had those things. And like, this is what, at least what I remember of a Jamocha shake, this nose is pretty spot on. It's more of that than like Bushwhacker or something. So the problem I had is growing up, there were like really good roast beef places around me. There was one place called Harrison's Roast Beef and then another place called Big and Beefy. And I never could go to Arby's because the roast beef just does not taste anything like actual roast beef that they are shaving right there to put on your sandwich for you. I mean, I would be disappointed if you didn't go to a place called Big and Beefy. I know. I mean, you might as well just put that on a shirt and say, hey, John, I got your shirt that describes you perfectly. I mean, I don't know why they don't sponsor this thing. Well, because they're a thousand miles away up in New England. But Big and Beefy, if you were listening, we got to find some shirts that say Big and Beefy and have me wear them. <laughs> I will say this kid I went to pharmacy school with and he was rather rotund. I always told him, like, dude, you should just get these places to sponsor you. Like you're basically a walking billboard. Anytime you go somewhere, like you go to the mall and work for eight hours and get paid. Like nobody's not going to notice you. The funny thing is, is if you Google Big and Beefy, it, it does have Big and Beefy from Lawrence, Massachusetts pop right up. I could walk to the Big and Beefy from my high school. Now, granted, this kid was swole, though. I mean, like, he wore a size, like, 48 pants. I'm not that. No. No, I'm not. I'm not close. Like, one time I'm trying to figure out whose clothes are in the dryer because I'm trying to do some laundry. I'm like, whose pants are these? And as I'm stretching them out, I'm like, oh, he's got to be Fat Brad's. There's nobody else who could wear a size like this. (laughs) Wait, you called him Fat Brad. Oh, we all did. That's so bad. That's so bad. He owned it. One time we got him real drunk. He decided to let us shave it, or no, not shave, but dye his hair blonde. Well, even better, like, what are we going to do with the 
pharmacy fraternity house. It's not like we keep hair dye. So we ended up having to use like peroxide and I think bleach got poured in there at some point. Like literally everything we could find that we thought would dye his drunk ass hair blonde. Then he wakes up the day and doesn't remember it, next day and doesn't remember it. And it was sometime like right around Mother's Day. And he was all worried like his mom was going to be pissed. So he had to shave his head and then like Uncle Fester. <laughs> all right. You want to know what I got on the nose on this one? <laughs> Sorry, but that was a good time, man. No, it, it sounds it. Funny thing for me, I got a little singe on the front of this, depending on how I nosed it. Lots of vanilla, a little cinnamon and spice, but the back end of the nose to me was definitely a lot of nutmeg. Speaking of a bigger kid's delight, all of this was like candy on the nose to me, just with with all the different, not actual candy, because it wasn't a candy nose, but it was all sorts of things that I'd want to eat as a big guy. There was a lot of good stuff that just made me hungry and made me think of being in the kitchen and baking and making food. Zeke wants me to go on to pallet. He's giving me this sign that says, go ahead. So on the pallet for me, I don't have a whole bunch of notes here. What I really said though, is I just feel like the cognac takes over the pallet completely. It's that dry sweetness that I would expect from the cognac. The finish is where I feel like the rum comes through and that sweetness kind of comes back up, but it's a dry sweetness. It's that cognac sweetness that I get on the palate and then it's just a sweet, sweet all the way on the finish for me. Oh, there was a rum finish in this too? I thought it was just cognac. It is cognac and dark rum. Oh, interesting. I was expecting you to knock it out of the park because you're one of the better analysts in the game. So when I make tasting notes, sometimes I'm thinking of what are the gaps I would have from your notes. Does that make sense? I mean, I appreciate the kind words, but if you know I'm that good, there's no gaps. <laughs> well, I'm just saying sometimes there's something where, yeah, I might have something that's a little different from yours. So I'm thinking of like, what are the outliers rather than listing out all those specific things? Because I feel like you do a very good job at that. Which for the record, I'm by no means uh, claiming to, to have that status. No, I'm uh, saying it for you, but now you effed everything up. So you go ahead and do things in reverse order now where my outliers were in the front and now you're going to give specifics. No, I really didn't have a ton on this. It was more of a generalization of the profile. I, I thought that from the very beginning, it flowed well from sweet cognac at the front into a nice viscous rye spice. Kind of like what you mentioned on the nose, that there's definitely some proof that comes off at the very front end. It, it doesn't hang around, but at the very front, you know you're working you know, with, with full strength here. There's a revisited effect a few times it just really seemed to work into a, a nice viscous pour that just kind of coats and sticks you know all around the palate the mouth the tongue etc even though the flavor profile seemed to be pretty much in the middle definitely like a, a big feel to it and then as it you know moves all the way on towards out the back the rye spice just kind of grew it doesn't travel into a hug by any means but it kind of grows and radiates well especially as you have repeated sips of this bottle no i'd agree with that i found myself just going back to it a lot like i would try to pour just a little bit to try to save some of it and then i'd pour a little bit more and i'd pour a little bit more and before i knew it i'm like man i'm almost finished with the rest of this sample bill sent it over to us from Fourgate and half of it went to you and half of it went to me and i really wanted to kind of save a pour of it but i don't know if i'm going to be able to do that a note i almost put down but i omitted because i thought it it didn't match the profile was honey 100 percent, 100 percent. 
viscous, especially towards the back end, the way it just hangs. And, and it's hard to describe beyond just those simple words, but it's a big full-ish pour, just the viscosity of it. I don't know if that's like a molecular weight or some weird shit. That's beyond my uh, intelligence level, but it just feels, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Zeke, at 200 bucks, where are you on this one? It's tough. Do I enjoy it? Yes. Do I enjoy it enough to need a bottle? I don't know. Would there be a moment when I would want a bottle? You know, it, it kind of debates that whole uh, need versus want thing. But <laughs> I'm pretty much dead on the middle of the fence of this one. I have enjoyed what Fourgate's done. They've really uh, you know, ramped up their releases re- recently. It's nice to see that, but at the same time, ramping up $200 releases isn't the best on uh, the wallet. <laughs> no, and I mean, I think it's one of those ones that I wouldn't feel bad having this. I, what's the one that we really, really, really loved? Was that four or three? Well, three and five were the ones that were supposedly gobble gobble sourced. I think it was three was the three, one that we had that we really. Yeah. And then they put five back out. It's kind of like a revisiting it. I assume they had some juice left over from the barrels. But again, having you know recently to a degree bought those, that almost hinders me from jumping up and down to you know trying to carry the full portfolio. Considering I'm still working on those bottles, fun to drink and fun to share. You know, they're kind of in that weird space. You know where I'd probably put this one is more in a bottle share. Yeah, where I feel like you could go in with a you know the finishes are so different. And I think it's one of those ones that you want to be able to try a little bit of each one of those finishes to see the different things that Bill and his team is doing on them. Mm -hmm. But after you've had that, it's not always about getting the whole bottle. It's just making sure you have enough to get a pour or two. Fun, pass around, have you and your boys talk about. But are you going to sit there and just go to it on your own over and over? I, I don't know about that. I think there are some definitely from Fourgate, though. When you have it, you're like, okay, that is a run out and buy that right now. I definitely think for a similar price point, I've enjoyed these more than I have the Al releases. I get that. I mean, and and it's kind of the same vein, you know, in sourcing different juice and putting your own spin. But, you know, source juice, blending, bottling, you know, the upper tier of, you know, market right now. Uh, You know, it's just, it's tough to, to haul that in over and over and over especially with everything else going on in the world. Totally understand that. But it's a good pour, Bill. Good job. You know, if you have disposable income and you can go out and get anything you want, it's definitely worth a buy. If you're a dad like us and you're more cautious with your money, then go ahead and do a bottle share or get a bar. But Zeke, first off, want to let you know, 1998 called. They want their hair back. And then I want to let you know that premiumbarproducts.com is where you can go for all your laser etched glassware needs. They have all sorts of good glasses on there from the neat glass, the Wee Glen Karen, the distiller's tasting glass, regular Glen Karens, if you want to actually laser etch it. Now, that's not the just putting things on and baking it on. It's not the thing that's going to come off when you're in the dishwasher. This is actual laser etched glassware go to premiumbarproducts.com they also have cool things in there like bar tools so you can get a shaker a bar spoon a jigger the um, filter thingy whatever it is go to premiumbarproducts.com they have it for you if you need a bigger order if you are a whiskey group or distillery or whatever it is and you want to actually have a bigger order 
reach out to me. I will get you in touch with them to make sure that you can do that. But you need a couple glasses. You want some stuff for your house. Go ahead and go to premiumbarproducts.com. Check it out and order yours today. Zeke, the folks can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Download us wherever you download your podcast. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Thank you, Bill, for sending this our way and the rest of the folks at Fourgate. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.